we're back. You know what I'm saying? Fourth of July edition. Keen the Lake podcast. It's obnoxiously loud for this early in the morning as we're drinking beers and whiskey in my apartment. I am not drinking beer. That's true. You're on a keto diet. I'm on keto. So I'm drinking High Life Light. Hmm. High Life Light, (laughs) a.k.a. water. Wait. It really is High Life Light? No, it's not. I oh, just, I was about to slap you <clears throat> across the face. Now that it's making that lie, sin. So, you know. True. We are taking a little break from uh, the international recording studios known as Beguile Brewing from their upstairs space as we record in my apartment for the second time in the last month. Uh, yeah, but it is 4th of July, our independence, so better than what well, better than actual drinking about a, oh, seven, eight different American whiskeys. and Holy shit, that is. One game. Australian, I guess, is over there, too. Two Australians. Drinking yeah, two some High Australians. Life, and then we're also drinking some beer from Central State, which is awesome little brewery down in Indianapolis area. Oh, nice. Yeah, a little blonde action. Oh. So even though we aren't Abigail drinking their blonde, we do have an Indiana blonde. Does it say table blonde? This is a table blonde. It says table on the, <laughs> on the can. You can see it in big white lettering, so... <laughs> Thank you for being a jackass, Wilson. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Welcome to my home, too. Hey, young world. And today with us, we hey, have a guest. We aren't yes. by ourselves. We, Wilson and I just aren't hanging out in my apartment by myself. We uh, have a guest. Harrison Pius is back for his second go-around. Yeah, man. Going, Welcome, brother. It's great. Welcome. Welcome back. Step, step up to that microphone. Don't, be, don't, be, don't be shy. Harry's yeah. back. Don't be shy. He's back. Yeah. Um, so Harrison was on one of our first... Four or five podcasts. Yeah, first four. Okay, yeah. I hear more exactly the number because we're just so popular these days that you know, twenty five in. No, not at all. But it was kind of it's something that I was actually approaching. Um, I think I told I'm not even sure I told you about it, Wilson, but I told some other people in the whiskey world that as we're getting to like our twenty fifth podcast, that I wanted to start recording people kind of in comfortable atmospheres. Um, something that was more to their. Not saying my apartment is a comfortable atmosphere for you, but yeah. um, it's a little bit different than the first one. But I would love to go back to like some of the purveyors we've had and do a podcast in their bar, yeah. um, some of the distilleries, and go to the distillery and actually record there too. Actually, that's funny you mentioned that the bombs. Um, I was talking with Matt uh, via messenger and Matt um, Brown or Blom. Uh, Blom. And um, wait, no, Mike. Sorry, Mike. Mm-hmm. I was talking to Mike. And he mentioned, you know, it's just like he had a lot of fun and everything, mm. you know, and um, and so he did pretty much extend that oh, cool. uh, to us. So, you know, that message from him to you through me. I just call them long beard and short beard. Long yeah. Beard long beard and no beard. I never Mike. <laughs> yeah. I'm terrible at it. Yeah. I've known really them for way too long. They do sound alike. They sound a lot alike. Yeah, they do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I couldn't tell who was who was. I'd love to see uh, Mike without his beard and like see how much they look alike. They have. Um, Matt on his Facebook page has posted oh, pictures yeah. of them when they were younger. They look so alike, <laughs> except there's a size difference. Just as long as Tony Blom never comes to the podcast again. <laughs> the, the, the name Tony Blom, just with all due respect, Blom Bros. Just, uh, just yeah. This is so Mike and Matt. Out. They would imagine it'd be like Mortimer. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> More de blanc, you know. I just, More de blanc. You know what? I'm not here to criticize. No, 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 no. no, no it's, um, Matt did. Matt Brown was like, you know, I think for my Tony Blom next time, like there is no next time. Actually, <laughs> I ended that. Uh, <laughs> um, Matt, I gotta listen to it. Matt, like, Matt. Matt can come on the podcast whenever he wants to. Um, yeah. But yeah, he can be the sales boy of Blom Brothers. But let's just not yeah. pretend there's an infamous no. loss to a Tony Blom. No, if you will. no third brother. <laughs> let's keep it where it's live and direct. You but know, Tony Blom. Galena. Tony Blom was cited in Kentucky. This week, I think, um, <laughs> <laughs> more particular near, uh, near the Jim Beam County, houses. Maybe I don't know. I can't. Mm. Don't, don't count. Don't count it out. But um, yeah, it's kind of something where 
unexpectedly, we woke up yesterday morning to see that 45,000 barrels had um, burned at Jim Beam yesterday overnight. So how how many rickhouses have to fall down before somebody starts, like, uh, thinking this is on purpose? Yeah, right. Well, Well, there already is, yeah. That was Brown's take on it. With 1792. Yeah, Yeah, with 1792. Um, Speaking... But it was... Well, actually... It was all... Not new make, but newly fresh-filled barrels. barrels. So they still have 3.2 million barrels that they can tap. Let me tell you, coming from the... Living with a person who does PR for Jim Beam, um, it was... I think she was on the phone and doing emails until about 9 o'clock last night, and since it is the eve before a holiday, that's pretty, pretty rare. Um, So, yeah, it was a big mess, it seems like... I don't know if she's still here. We should probably we should get her on and talk yeah, about it. Should, yeah, we should ask her <laughs> just to come about, through. Just yeah, you about know what? That. When she gets back from running her quick errand, we should. Yeah, quite we'll, we'll see. Let she me put my tinfoil hat on. Yeah, yeah please. Yeah, this please is, do. Open it up. I do. I, I have a lot of thoughts. All right. Oh, and, I, by the way, this Virgil Kane Electric Owl, delicious. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we're sipping on Virgil Kane Electric Owl. Um, uh, from Low Country, I have become a huge fan of South Carolina. Um, Charleston specifically. Yeah. Uh, this particular um, distillery is in North Charleston. Cheers, Jim. Um, cheers. Happy Fourth. Happy Fourth. And uh, thank you, sir. And mm. and again, I apologize for misplacing the information, but it is um, this this juice was laid into barrels during the thir- uh, 2013-14 uh, barrel shortage that okay. um, the industry experienced, at least for craft distillers. And so they had to source barrels that were already used by pre- uh, previous distilleries and or breweries and wineries. The Electric Owl in specific was uh, aged in a barrel that was, um, I don't know you get the too confused, so I'll pardon this, but um, had a beer in it before. Okay. And then the Electric Owl uh, went in, or it was a wine um, port type thing. And it, it, Anyways, it it's a very interesting color twice. to it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's weird. I apologize for getting it all fucked up. I've been I've been a really big fan of theirs. They've actually sent me out merch and stuff that oh, I nice. have at home. Yeah, they're really cool guys. Even though I haven't even fucking met them, but I I just I love it. Low Country is like my. I think I'll retire there. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought Miami would be my joint, Miami. but um, yeah, South Carolina's just got a different. I think it's more my vibe than you know. The 305, which is kind of hard for me to say that. But anyways. Back to the uh, yeah, tinfoil hat. Back, back to the tinfoil. Sorry tin about foil that. tinfoil hat over here. And yeah, then yeah put it on. definitely. Sorry. Thank, no, you bought me time. Um, you know, one thing, one, one rickhouse collapses. Yeah. You know, it's a fluke, right? Two. That was strange. You know, I start asking a couple questions, but then the third one bursts into flames. And I got to tell you, at a certain point, man, I think there's a price increase a coming. And like an industry-wide price increase usually needs uh, some sort of factor behind it. Yeah. Okay. And these guys have been racing to the bottom for years now, and there's nothing like a shortage hmm. or a, even a perceived shortage. Because let's be real, 45,000 barrels for them is, is what, enough, but not like... But they're probably doing four to 5,000 barrels a week. So, I, yeah, yeah. I, right. So they're, I just see them using it as a PR... Not saying it was intentional, but using it as a PR win in the long term. Mm. Um, my issue was, and I, I did suggest this in a forum and was excoriated for it, but I, I basically <laughs> said, you know, where's where's the local government? Because mm. everyone loves regulation. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I forgot about that. Uh, but you know, even the insurance company. If I'm mm. if I'm the insurance company insuring these warehouses, because everything there, yeah, is licensed and insured. Absolutely. All right, and everything uh, is combustible, as we saw. Yeah, so. absolutely. You know, absolutely. their premiums, their premiums are guaranteed going up. But I would send out if I was, you know, holding that insurance and also, you know, another distillery's rickhouse down the street, I would have my my guys in there tomorrow, like making sure the fire systems are up to date, making yeah. sure that the wood isn't crumbling that's a good point. and being like, hey, you know, because thankfully no one's died. Yes, that's the most important well, no thing. No one's yeah, yeah. Correct, right? yeah. But are we going to wait until Something the rickhouse falls down on their master distiller? Right, yeah. You know, because... God bless Jimmy Russell. I hope he's alive for another hundred years. But <laughs> yeah. that would be a national tragedy if, if something yeah. like that happened. Yeah. I mean, the cool thing I, like I've seen is that all the response from the local distilleries to Beam, like talking and supporting through that outlets, it's pretty cool. But yeah, it is interesting to see like where do you go from here? Like how can you play off of it? Like is there some barrels that were survived and you can make like a special batch out of that? You know, like because like if you do, cause, yeah, extra charred <laughs> smoke. <laughs> <laughs> As you said, the early four fireworks, the Fourth of July. It's early fireworks. Yeah, no, it's it's an interesting, like, kind of little bit of a conspiracy theory to go into. Yeah, but, but I mean, it's an act of God. Yeah, it was lightning. Yeah. They did. It was it lightning. Yeah, I, mean, it, I don't, I don't think it's like it's I don't, lightning. I don't think anybody started to let some some barrels on fire like, or anything like that. I, I have no. Have you been hit by lightning before, Jake? I was walking by lightning the other night. <laughs> My lady Delilah's actually. So, so I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, like, it's it's an act of God. <clears> um, and even as if you're a homeowner, you have home insurance that act of nature yeah. aren't necessarily covered. And if they are, they're covered only so a certain point. Especially mm-hmm. floods. If you live on a flood, yeah. plane, exactly. please get flooded. I, I did some work. I mean, I think yeah. there's you know, wasn't this about whiskey? We're talking about, oh, yeah, 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 no, but I'm just saying, it's, it's, all, it's all natural all elements natural, to bring it. You know, yeah. I mean, it's every um, facet that no, goes I, into I, this because maybe there's a five, per, maybe there's a five cent increase per bottle. Yeah. What's yeah. it going to bring it up to an even $17 a bottle of white label? Um, 1555. 15, you know what I'm saying? It's just, <laughs> yeah. I um, no, I'm, after but I, I'm interested. I saw some, I went down to the, to New York and New Jersey after hurricane Sandy and did some like relief work there for a company I was working for. And you'd see like one home, completely demolished the next one next to it like have like a loose gutter so like, i can understand like yeah. I, I once i saw that i'm my kind of conspiracy theory into natural disasters i'm like that just happens yeah sure sure but you know what a fire su- <laughs> well i'm just saying up-to-date fire suppression yeah well, you're I, right about that, that, there's yeah. ways to mitigate that uh, sure that, that was my that was my con- sure. chief complaint but we've all worked in distilleries and seen distilleries and they're like there's a lot of uh we work in modern no, what I was going to say, there's always yeah. little like outlets that there's always something that's not going to be up to standard because it's such a MGP, if I may. <laughs> yeah. No, actually, use, I we, use, we use brick, uh, brick rack houses. Okay. And it's I mean, all it's, brick and concrete. Yeah. yeah brick which and mortar, man. has a whole argument for the way it ages and the temperature control yeah. and things like that. But you know what? It's also not going to burn down. It's true. Yeah, or it's collapse. Point. Or collapse. It's a good point. Oh, I mean, um, at one point, at one point on my recent tour, they mentioned that if there was an earthquake or hurricane, this is where you would want to be, uh, in terms of the distillery, like in the For actual earthquake. Yeah. Really? Well, I mean, oh, shit. yeah, the world's going to come to an end. There's going to be disaster everywhere. There's plenty of whiskey. Mm. <laughs> of course, this is where you want to be. I thought you meant for the safety <laughs> yeah, standpoint. You walked right into that one. Yeah, I sure did. Yeah. <laughs> I have to admit that I silently did it. Uh, what is, uh, what's going on with MGP these days? Do you have the new release you put out yesterday? The yes, press release? The, yeah, the, the press yeah. release. Let me, let me put my work my tinfoil hat off, work hat on there for like go, a half go. a second. Well, there might be some tinfoil hats to that. It's, you know, you never know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think Andrew Volstead invested in, uh, in MGP back in the day. Before. Oh, I think it's a great slap in the face that we're doing this just it's great to, uh, i love it uh, so wait hold on, let me, yeah, i'll rewind uh yes we did announce 
uh, our press release came out with Whiskey Advocate mm-hmm. yesterday, yesterday that we will be releasing this fall, I believe November, but do not quote me on the exact month. Thanks for not giving us the press release opportunity for that. We would have taken that all day. Mm, Gosh, it didn't, our, co- it didn't our come from my desk. Our 144 followers would have it loved it. It didn't come from my desk. <laughs> um, you know what? There's there's a chance we'll be able to taste it before. Sweet. You know, That'd right? be cool. I'll make it up to you sometime. Yeah, I appreciate but, that. Um, but yes, we will be releasing one time only for the 100-year anniversary of Prohibition. We will be releasing a 14-year bottled and bond oh, bourbon nice. out of our out of our kind of vault essentially you know god bless bib yeah <laughs> seriously you I, know, I i just love it, it, it the hardest thing is the uh the distillery year requirement on that yeah. because mm-hmm. actually, our, our warehouses are bonded like everything we do could theoretically be that but mm-hmm. because we're going in consistent like constantly for you know summer to fall to mm-hmm. winter everything yeah it's it's just something that gets lost in the shuffle um, but I am excited. There is an, a visual, obviously, along with that press release of the glass yeah. decanter. Very dark deco. The, the box yeah. that it's coming in. I love that you like even you, more. You took the oh, air. it's coming in a box. Oh yeah. Oh, cool. oh like you know, peel apart kind of. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's oh, gonna be nice. gorgeous. I love that gorgeous. you took like the era of 1920s and made the bottle with it. That, oh, I love the gaff. Yeah. That's been well. That's been the theme on the Remus stuff, yeah. the high end, because mm-hmm. he was the inspiration for Jay Gatsby. Like the character of yeah. Gatsby was based in part off of. George Rebus. Well, yep. this sounds ignorant, but I did not know that. No. Okay. That's, I didn't, I mean, I... Shame on me for not bringing it up when I've I was only, actually I've watched, I did. I've watched every I think version you did. of the movie, and I've never read the book. What? I just don't read much. I have and a, like I said earlier... That explains I a lot. The, yeah, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> I, I have a copy of it right there. I completely... Do you really? I'm sure. I have multiple copies. Like I said, I keep a copy of Catcher well, in the Rye yeah, with me all... Well, Catcher in the Rye with you all the time, because you're weird, but, <laughs> you know... <laughs> We've gone there before. We've yeah, I know. Before. You know, it's just it's a little weird, you know, but I, have yeah. a, I probably have a, a copy of. Um, you probably have the Gatsby hat and how many different, how many different. Uh, I think I'm not sure how many actually I have anything too particular, but there's a few. I just stole them all from high school. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of people do. Do they still have yeah. the library imprint on like your school library imprint on there? No, they're like, well, I think there was books they bought in bulk, you know, for classes. They're not actually from the library. It's from like the actual oh, from class. the actual course itself. Yeah. So the actual text from yeah. the account. Yeah. So okay, gotcha. my, my AP English teacher always was like, Jake, you need to return the books that you stole. <laughs> and I'm still friends with her to this day. My parents are still good friends with her. And she's like, every once in a while, this is years ago, I used to put like notes in the books, like in the textbooks, like, mm. hey, call this number for a good time or something oh, like this. I think I talked about right. this before. That, yeah. yeah, and do all this stuff. And she'd just be like, <laughs> she called me like one day in the middle of class, like seeing who it was, whose number it was. And she's like, what are you doing? <laughs> Why did you leave us in here? Yeah, this weird terrible like, oh, getaway plan. Oh, leave true. your own phone number. Yeah, right. Well, uh, his father's at that. Bef- before giving out, the, from giving out the address. Yeah, and my dad was a principal of my high school, so. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're like bulletproof, Mr. Temple. No, I was the opposite. <laughs> I was the op- I was the made the example of. I like literally picked up a a bag of chips that was sitting on the ground in the cafeteria. Well, I picked it up by like sliding across like 15 feet on the floor, you know, and then handing it to one of the um, women that works in the cafeteria, and they thought I was trying to steal the chips. When oh, I was re- when I was like giving them the bag of chips, and I got Saturday school for that. <laughs> nice. So, I yeah. just had Saturday classes in high school. Really? Yeah, I went to school six days a week. What? It sucked. Where did you go to school at? I went to boarding school. Oh. Uh, okay. Not was for it? stealing bags of chips, but. Mm. You where'd know. you Where'd you go to boarding school? Though? Uh, out in Connecticut. Out in Kenny. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Makes uh, sense. Was, See, that's cool. That sounds That yeah. sounds very Connecticut, but it was oddly in the opposite end of where you think it would be, like that Fairfield cool. Nugget. I think it's very cool. I, in fact, I, the boarding school thing, mm. it's, I've always 
since I can remember, even when I was in school myself, I'm like, I think I'd do better in an environment of that that type yeah. than I would just in your regular public school system. You, you know the famous, this job would be great if it wasn't for the customers, right? <laughs> Boarding school would have been great if it wasn't for the other students. Yeah. Like, education-wise, yeah. like, yeah, I can, I can vouch for it. It definitely gave me a leg up yeah. in life. Um, but the kids there were just... You know, yeah. The, is it the? I gotta be careful. So I still, I still hang out with this, them. The well, oh, that's interesting. Oh, yeah. Like East you, Coast school. Kid, oh yeah. You know, and like like marijuana mm. was the drug of poor people. Mm. Like oh. uh, cocaine was all the rage. <laughs> 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 uh, now, of course, I want to be very clear. I never partook. I was not even in that group of. I like I was incapable of being that because I I commuted. I was a day student uh, my junior year, and that was like a social. Oh. Social, you know, stratosphere yeah, sure. below yeah. where everyone else was. But interesting. Oh yeah, there's. Well, that's we could do a whole different thing. Yeah, about but that, that. And that probably that goes into so a lot cool. of like selling with customers here and dealing with so many different accounts of like how you walk into every account and there's always a different person, a different personality you're gonna deal with. Oh, certainly. I thought you meant the the cocaine thing because we were oh, talking yeah. about <laughs> nightlife in this city and it's it's that. rampant, unfortunately. <laughs> Going back to Andrew Volstead and yeah. George yeah. Remus. Yeah, we're now back to legal. <laughs> Legal alcohol. Um, <laughs> Back to where but we But I would say, like to say that this is a drug. Alcohol is a drug. And it is. And I don't think that people see it that way. And there's so many things now. Like right now in Illinois, we're passing marijuana and CBDs in past. And hemp was finally just like, let, yeah, which is ridiculous that it, you couldn't grow hemp in America until like a couple of days ago because it's not psychoactive. Right. And it's one of the greatest binding in- agents ever created. Um, from this God-given earth, but that kind of goes back to the 1920s. Mr. Early, Hearst. Yeah, Mr. Hearst, because he w- didn't want his paper industry to fail, so he just outlawed that, because Ford actually made their first bumpers in cars out of hemp. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's the most indestructible thing possible, um, and it's like a great binding agent for so many different uh, materials to be made, but William Hearst, who basically him and his cronies who ran the country financially, they uh, didn't want their paper industry to fail, so because hemp was more of a... Uh, Easier economical way to print sustainable? paper. Yep. Sustainable. Yeah. Coming soon. A sister or? podcast yeah. from Key in the Lake. Yeah, yeah right. Know, like, I'm not sure I know all the stupid shit, but whatever. No, um, it's cool. Um, but yeah, but useless trivia is great. I agree. I don't know if it's useless because kind of relates to like where we I are agree. today. I mean, we're still like in this bind of um, dealing with prohibition laws from a hundred years ago. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Let me a little ask, bit, not too know, that, much. That's but, actually yeah. a really good segue back to where we left off with you, um, Harrison, because um, finish the. The thought that you had with your newest release that's coming out, and so, but then MGP in itself has been around since then. So right, we we weathered prohibition in the sense that you know it was illegal to pr- produce, it was illegal to sell, but like having it, which we had, you know, the rack houses were full, what existed. Yeah. Now having it was was fine, and then uh, George Remus went about buying up properties like breweries things like that because he had a pharmaceutical license Mm -hmm. and one of the now defunct no longer there you know the buildings aren't standing anymore but one of the spots that he purchased was actually part of what is today the mgp campus in large oh so that's that's where that's where we got that name we didn't just pick a gangster out of a hat kind of thing so that's uh, what i always assumed yeah yeah i mean i dig that yeah and, and i mean 1847 uh, is I think when when we were founded and oh really yeah it's my day off I'm you know it's that it's all right it's cool I didn't know he was that old well I mean yeah it's it's just changed I mean, hands so many yeah, times yeah. the actual yeah um you know I can't vouch for consistent production or anything like that. you know I'm not gonna yeah. speak out of turn on the subject but yeah. yeah it's been around for forever I'm wearing the t-shirt masters you know, <laughs> of rye um but yeah. Uh, it's, it's us giving a nod to that history and it's, the key thing is it's one and done. 
right? That release mm-hmm. is one and done. Okay. 6,000 bottles out of the vault. Of the Wolstead? Yeah. Will there be other stuff one day that comes out of the vault? Probably. I have no Wait, knowledge of it. The, what's in the vault? Uh, I'm just calling it the vault. He's so, calling it the right, vault. Right. There, there is not a physical <laughs> vault. I want to be very clear. You're barrelaging in a vault. Do you know there's no maturation process actually happening? Natural elements out there? Come on. Oh, uh, God. Uh, this is what I got. It I takes me careful. to the Jefferson's you know, get, Ocean it's, it's so funny when I talk about, like, about our Australian whiskey. They're like, everybody's like, well, well is it, uh, you know, temper controlled in the buildings? And um, what's the temperatures like there? I'm like, Temperatures are very drastic, actually. The maturation process is pretty crazy when it comes to the fluctuation in temperatures on such a drastic level from a daily basis. And But it seems to be one of those questions that people don't believe me when I tell them the answers to, even though that our warehouse is quite thin of walls, especially in the back area where the barrels are being stored. Hmm. Yeah. But I had some people the other day asking me, like, oh, are they on different stories? And I'm like, no, it's just one very tall building. How tall? How, how, how um, it's, it, it looks just like Cobalt. <laughs> no, I'm saying... Like, it's, like, it's, it's crazy, yeah, like, the similarities really? between them. But, like, the building itself. They really flew you to Australia? I, I flew myself. Wow. No, I'm joking, but they flew me. No, yes. they flew you. <laughs> but you been, I'm just saying. I've been, yeah. That's I was there about a, yeah, a little over a month ago. Life. Yeah, right? It was, and it's so funny that you're like, like walking, I mean, I was a struggling freelance writer and photographer walking through a whiskey show, meet, meet Dave, and he's like, no, no. Hey, you want to hang out? Such so, a bullshit story. What's bullshit? That's bullshit. What's bullshit? You were not a starving freelancer. Struggling. I wasn't starving. Okay, struggling, struggling. is one way. Oh, you look pretty scary. Not <laughs> struggling in life. You, I, I wouldn't even consider no. I consistent work. It's just a matter Correct. of a freelance writer. You don't always get paid. No, this it, is yeah. true. It's this like is you, true. I, I could go work for twelve hours at an event, cover it, and then like, eh, we're not going to run the story. So yeah, it's like that's the, the perspective that I have is different. Okay, no, it's not starving. No, I was Thanks. not starving. Okay, all right. But I didn't wear my Kobe Bryant jersey from when I was ten. <laughs> that you had that when you were ten. Yeah, I'm yeah. barely fitting it now. I know. I was like, wait, how did I wear it? Was that yeah, like so. a dress? Did you put a belt around I it? Have. I mean, I was. I saw that. I'm like, what the fuck is he wearing? Because we're back, baby. The Lakers are back. <laughs> I'm getting Kawhi. What, bro? Yeah. Stop it. Heck yeah. I'm getting Kawhi. Already Stop Anthony it, Davis. LeBron's man. ready to get for year two. He wasn't even trying last year. I don't. You know what? It's, it's. No one wins championships like they used to. Anyway, back to the vault and maturation. Yeah, well, that's, that, that's pretty much the, the start and the finish of it. So, are there a lot of um, what you guys would consider more. Rare expressions that you're holding on to. Uh, I imagine that there are. Okay. There is. You're not there is, You know, like this is this is great. Like I'm a Tom Holland spoiler. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I'm bad, so they just stop telling me stuff. Which, good on them. Um, <laughs> Where's your notes this time for the podcast? Yeah. No. Though my talking points. This is the, no one. No one at corporate listened to, to the podcast. So I'm sure. I, I just, yeah. I Everyone that comes on here is like, like, yeah, my boss approved it. They're like they're really happy that like someone else is talking, not myself. I'm like. I don't think anybody's going to listen to this from your company, probably. You never know. You never know uh, oh, my boss listened. He's like, know. he just was like, cool. Yeah, he's like, just, what do those mm-hmm. guys do? Wait, where are just they cool. at? No, no. I, I you think know what? you need to treat it as if everyone's listening. Why are you talking about Balcony so much? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot to bring you more bottles. I found some. Oh, I still have, uh, um, what's the higher proof one? Uh, I can't true? think of it. True Blue? No. Or the baby, no, the baby blue you always, Not baby blue. You always I always have that. a ball of I that. deleted that from my memory because I had to make room for more anime quotes. There you mm, go. <laughs> very much. Uh, you know, it always bothers source. me. It always bothers me when I'm watching like a stupid TV show or cartoon show and I'm speaking like all the lines in there. I'm like, man, I couldn't figure out algebra, but I remember but all remember of this. Like, you know, like this. Well, it just Come makes on. more sense to you now. 
This matters more to you. Yeah. The anime matters more to you than the algebra. I, I just picked that out of thin air. I don't no, it's it. like, it, it kind of like, it's so stupid how we, like our education system is coming from a son of two teachers, but um, like, cause no one is taught what they're inspired by. It's like, you might be in an art class like one semester for one period a day if you're an artist, but like, I mean, it took me, it took us, you know, years and years to find our calling in whiskey. This is true. Yeah, I true. don't think anybody actually. I mean, granted, oh, sorry, yeah, six, rarely I should say wakes up and goes, "I'm going to grow up to be a great distiller." Yeah, yeah. Found yeah. a found a distillery or start a brand yeah. or sell a brand in the state of Illinois. Like I yeah. definitely didn't wake Except up. Except Jamie Duffy, she might have she, been. She said she said immediately to the way she talks about like when she was 10, 11 years old, like seeing her uncles and seeing her family, like the way they treated whiskey, especially yeah. with Marty. Um, yeah, it seemed like she was probably one of the rare ones. She was like, you know what? That's, yeah, I want to do that. Yeah, when are we starting our own distillery? Um, soon. Soon. I wasn't even ta- talking Soon-ish. about that. I wasn't even talking about the that. Ideating, the ideating of it has begun. I mean, I feel like that's like, that's our version of sitting at a bar being like, we should open a bar. Yeah. Like, we, we sit at the bar and go, we should open a distillery. Yeah. We, I don't remember what the company yeah. was. It's called Puzzles. But after, after, <laughs> after Jamie's episode, Wilson, Matt, Jamie, and I... Or no, it was, no, it was Alan actually. Alan, who just got deported. Shout out to Alan. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't heard. Actually, I haven't heard from him back, so I'm kind of worried about him. No, actually, he's home. He's fine. Okay, he's good. cool. Yeah, he's uh, um, he's chilling. He... But we did start some kind of company while sitting at the bar, Beguile, after about I would say a solid four hours after the podcast, solid drinking four hours, drinking yeah. beers, and we started some company, but I don't remember what it was. We started something. Some kind of consulting company, I believe, in the industry. Well, there you go. Yeah, but yeah, Alan, who was on one of our podcasts. From Abalor is now been deported. He was asked to leave the country because he's Mexican, um, and <laughs> he's back in Scotland now, living there. Oh, uh, spoken like a true Iowan. Yeah, right. Wow. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> but no, it's uh, he, I'm not sure the whole visa issue is. I hope it all is figured no, out. No, actually, his his visa was up. Oh, so he had to go. Gotcha. Yeah, so it wasn't like they came looking for his ass and say, "Hey, Al, it seemed you know. very abrupt, though." Yeah, yeah. Maybe he thought he was going to get extended. I'm not sure. Yeah, I haven't it's heard the possible. Whole story. I guess maybe they didn't sponsor it as long as they want it. You know, I don't know. It could just be the way shit. what happened to my passport. I really thought it said like 2016 on it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I got another year on it. It was yeah. like 2014. I'm like, oh, oh, oh no, this is long gone. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Like it just could be one of those, you know? Sometimes it could you just be. get the dates wrong. I should probably check mine. I'm leaving the country in a week. Yeah, you oh, might yeah. want to check that. No, it's all good. It's going to cost you. I think it happens. It's like 2022. Just, but you do actually, if you are for people traveling out there, little t- uh, hint for you, a tip for you is that um, your passport actually expires six weeks before the expiration date. Wow! So oh. if you get on a plane and it says like through two thousand, like October two thousand twenty, and if you go like in September and it's six weeks before the um, in that kind of time, yeah. it, you can't get on the plane. Interesting. Yeah, I ran into some person. Um, so what if you have to get back? What if you're already away and then yeah. you hit that six week? Window? Yeah, right. Yeah, I think if you're traveling, I think I think it, it includes that. Like even if you're traveling over those dates, you have to get a new passport. Uh, so it makes so really your passport is only good for like nine years. I thought it was ten. Ten years. Yeah, but it's only really actually good for like nine uh, years, like cons- taking ten months or so. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of traveling, Harrison, you just hit up some. Some other oh, country. Uh, yeah, we we're doing the grand tour. We're doing the grand tour. Uh, I was what doing you, but grand tour blitzes. Blue, well, I went down to Lawrenceburg, obviously, to go yeah. see Lawrenceburg. Uh, you got I did, to see uh, Lawrenceburg, dude. Yeah, did uh did some some work in Kansas City for uh for right. for Market Blitz, and then I saw uh, some stuff in Houston. Oh. Uh, went down there. It was about this hot out, honestly. <laughs> um, yeah, Houston's hot as fuck. And That's and good. then and then 
some Milwaukee, like just back around. It was all just June was a very travelly month. It's I I don't know if it is for you guys, but it's a very busy month. It, yeah. was a, it was a huge month for us, but it was very busy in terms of like between Father's Day and stockpiling. Mm. Oh yeah. Uh, but I, you know, I don't know. Did you try? Were you running around? You know, I, I am always running around Harrison. But I did feel that June was, June was crazy, extra, like nutty. But and then, then everyone I, packs it in in July. Yeah, but then even at the end, Ooh. I just had a meeting with my distributors, and I'm like, even at the end, I was a little disappointed. Uh, I was disappointed. Uh, result of sales. Yeah, results. Mm. Yeah. It's still June. Wait, so you're saying a distributor promised you something? Oh, no, no, no. No, 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 you know, June number, I'm like, mm. so, yeah, that's not going to fucking fly. So does that ever make you guys stop and think, like, am I? It, does my existence actually move the needle at all? Because yeah. it, it moves on a cycle whether you do, whether yeah. you work your butt off or not. I don't know. I, it's, that's every day for me. I, 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 sometimes I just wonder, especially when we're doing, like, our team calls, and you're like, am I doing the right stuff? And, like, we got some numbers back that show we're doing really well in the Chicago market, which is great, but I feel like a, like a little person, I'm like, I'm bouncing around so much. I spent probably three hours driving through the suburbs yesterday. I'm like, is this like what I should be doing right now? Like spending this much time in my car because I'm only going to like three accounts right now because it's taking so long between accounts and all that right. stuff. But, but that's, that's the gist. Yeah. yeah. And it's like it's one of the four accounts yesterday, including like a night account. And the only like, metric we have to, to judge what we do is the numbers. Yeah. At the end yeah. of the at the end of the month or during the month. I mean I get up every morning and that's my coffee, you know. Is your, Sit there. Your oh, Wednesdays and Fridays, the Benny shipments. Just yeah. like, yeah, yes, indeed. <laughs> uh, uh, but but that's the only thing we we, we have to quantify yeah. You know, yeah. if we're making a difference, you know, I, I, I don't get to see how many Facebook likes we get or don't get. That's marketing. That's a totally mm -hmm. different side of it. Yeah. Um, well, I think that's why it's, you know, you had a very travely month of June where, you know, I guess I'm sure it equals our month here as specific brand ambassadors sure. to the Chicago market. Yeah. And then, of course, the size <laughs> comparison, well, you know. Well, I mean, you know, and don't get me wrong, I'm only responsible. Like, I'm not responsible for what happened in Houston. I just was there to help out the Houston guy. No. Because, yeah. because the Texas guy's going to come up here for our big, you know. It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's a, a blitz. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. everyone's but, on uh, call. Yeah. Sadly, I don't get credit for, <laughs> you know, any of that. Right. I gotta wait. But. Plus, I, I hear you on that for sure. Because, like, I mean, personally, for me, it's like, I'm technically a national brand ambassador and you go to these other markets. I spent, I think two weeks in New York in June and a week in California and then a week or two in Chicago. I think I'm not really sure about that. Yeah. So it's like, you're like, if, if you're, you're bouncing around and you're like, okay, well we did really well on this day in LA. I seem to do pretty well this day in San Diego, but I spent like, we spent like basically doing launches in New York. You're like, well, when are we going to see the result of that? And you, yeah. you never really know. Oof. Yeah, yeah. It's so, I don't even think we've really seen the results from our launch here in Chicago, and that was like a year and a half, two right? years ago. Yeah, it's, it's you're not feeling that. At um, all. I just don't know if that launch did anything. No, no, we're 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 doing fine. It's a matter of mm. uh, like the brand's going. It's just I don't know if the launch had anything to do with it mm. at the end of the day. Okay, because it's really hard to again quantify that. But the Definitely. account we did it at is kind of like they have it, but they're not 
Yeah. And we didn't create a, a, a relationship for life. Definitely. No, I was at, I was at, I was at a really nice Before bar and restaurant here in Chicago the other night and um, had a really nice dinner and they asked for the cocktail menu and I knew we were on their menu a month ago for like a launch we did there and they did a really cool cocktail. They did a, basically a Star Wars penicillin. Um, which was really nice. And so I go and ask him, like, hey, could I... I had a cocktail here about a month ago. I didn't say I worked for the company. And like, oh, yeah, that was just a one-time thing we were bringing in for the company. And not knowing that, that I work for the company. And I'm like, mm. Mm. You know, okay, so this is a real question. Do, when you walk into a place, yeah. that anonymity, because none of us are famous bartenders. No. None of us have been in the industry, like, you know, moving and shaking for... We're not Marty Duffy. Uh, right. We're not recognizable. We're, I, I prefer the anonymity, but do you, do you announce yourself? Is it like police rules where you have to announce that you're an officer, you know, know before you do anything? Or do you, do you like to slide under that? I am of the, like, I like to walk in and very much be upfront with who I am. Not in a a sense of bragging. I just don't like the subterfuge of like being like, I feel like I'm being sneaky, but I might be oversensitive. No, I'm I feel the same way too. Right. Like you feel like everyone in the room knows who you are. Like if you're trying to like just go in there and like order one of your like order one of your whiskeys and like everyone's watching me. They know who I work for this company. Like no, no one knows who the fuck you are though. Hmm. In reality, yeah, but, none of us matter. Yeah, and but I was work, I was at Delilah's and I did a little, I was just doing some work there and our buddy Phil who's bartends on um, Wednesdays. So I was like, hey, I'm gonna drop by, you know, buy a couple around for some people and talk about the brand for a little bit. Like great. And then Jason, um, who runs the bar there on Wednesdays, he was like. So who you're gonna buy uh, do a spend? And you're like, yeah. And it was kind of like he's like we're for Star Wars, and I was like, oh, anonymity blown. You know, like people are around, I can hear that, and I'm yeah. like, and I felt weird about it, even though I shouldn't feel weird about it because they're being like super hospitable for, yeah. to be there. But it always is an interesting question of like, when do you bring up like, hey, I work for this company. Although with me, when I order a Star Wars at a bar, most people are like, how do you know about this? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so right, so, because it's so new, yeah. people aren't necessarily... Well, yeah. What about you? Do you anonymity, no anonymity? I am a walking is? billboard. By the way, I uh, saw that yeah. Union, Union Horse is on um, the American Whiskey of the Month at Fountainhead. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Yeah. 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 Congratulations. Congratulations. We, were the, we were the international whiskey last month. Dude, I'd rather have the international, but regretfully, you know, you know, we, we're, just, we're just mis- Midwestern family. You know what I'm saying? But thanks uh, sure. for that. Thanks but for going, that. Go, go into yeah, yours. Yeah, I'm a walking billboard, Harrison. I I'm True. always branded out. Yeah, I'm always I always have either a hat on T-shirt or a combination of both or one of the dress shirts or button downs that they give me. So I'm really hesitant, but I to, never to be branded out all the time like verbally because mm-hmm. my fear is I do something stupid oh, wearing a company point. shirt, you know, and that's, <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't, I've, as I've gotten older, obviously, like, that doesn't happen as often, but, yeah. you know, I, I'd like to, right, I would like to, I'd like to not, you know, I, you know, I had a friend oh, who awful. worked uh, for Goose Island, and she got fired for ha- a picture being up on Facebook where she had a Bud Light in her hand at, like, a bar, what? you know, like, at a, like, at a private event, right, and now, MGB in no way would ever be no. that draconian about yeah, right, it, yeah, yeah. Um, the irony, of course, Anheuser Busch. Then, yeah, right. Then I was just gonna say. That was my like, next question. When did they? When, when, when was this? This um, one, because I mean, they bought Goose Island for what twenty, thirty million dollars back in a long time ago. Something like that. I mean, that. a long Something time like ago. That. It was. You know what? That's when breweries were micro breweries. Still are. Craft. They're still are. Yeah, I'm just saying. But are. now it's craft. It's craft. What do you mean? Well, the category, um, as we know it today, is it's brewery. You know, hey, it's a local brewery, it's yeah. a Midwest brewery, so on and so forth. Back in the day, it was a microbrewery. There's still microbreweries. Yeah, I understand that, but it's not. It's not I'll, the common. I'll take you to one right there. 
I'm pointing at pointing my It's not the common yeah, verbiage used to describe it. <laughs> right. I, yeah, I mean... Just, Brewery is now added. All right. Can I... I knowing nothing about the actual classifications, because legally there is no difference between a crat... Like, you can call yourself any of those. You can call any... In, yeah, in my mind, mm-hmm. a microbrewery is this a This is a craft brewery. bar in here. True. Uh, the microbrewery is a brewery, in my mind as a completely non-beer consumer, right? I whiskey all day, but yeah. I, I've stayed away from beer outside of distilling distiller's beer. Um, a microbrewery is somebody that, that brews their own beer but doesn't sell a brand bulk in stores, whereas a craft brewery Correct. might have a distillery slash brew pub but also is a brand that markets outside. Well said. And that's exactly what that is. So dry hop up the street. You can't buy Thank Hipster you, Shark. Thank you, for nope. allowing that They to used happen, to sell so. one of their bottles in Binnie's. They would just do bombers, but I don't think they even do that anymore. Who's that? Dry Hop. Dry Hop? Dry Hop? Really? Dry Hop should sponsor us. I mention them so much, you know, whatever. Good but, stuff. Um, no, it's one of my favorites. And sneaky, sneaky, yeah, sneaky secret whiskey. Like, they Great got some, they whiskey. Got some yeah. yeah. Definitely. Do you guys have those, like, those hidden spots oh. in that was the city? I, that's where I started drinking craft whiskey. Really? Yeah, six years ago. It's like, to the day. I was like, I went in there, and Journeyman and Cobal were doing a, they were just the sponsored ones, of doing a craft whiskey night. And it's an art and whiskey night, and I mm. went in there and had a bunch of journeymen, a bunch of cobalt for like four or five dollar pours. Yeah, it was amazing. And that's so, like, awesome. that's what. And then I had I, I had baby blue before that too. But, um, <laughs> I like how you like say it like with the quiet voice now around me. Like I'm not. It's, it's okay. It's okay to talk about them. I don't want. I don't want to. I'm not like spur anything. But no, no I just nice. I, that, that, it's, it's a great little selection of. Uh, should get whiskey on here. Yeah, I'd love to. All right. I'll, Make that happen. I'll text him. Did I meet um, him one time? Maybe. <laughs> was he at, at Delilah's one time? Maybe. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we're talking about like sneaky good. And I know this sneaky is going to be inside good. baseball yeah. Yeah, for some good. of the yeah, listeners that are in the city. But like, do you have a spot where you go? And you know, we all know Delilah's as like a national, the national, national, the national, the national, you know, kind of a national like icon of whiskey selection yes. twisted yeah. spoke yeah really well known really for the well whiskey known selection for but Perfect. like those sneaky spots that have surprisingly great whiskey selections in a mm-hmm. place that you wouldn't do you have like any of those hidden gems I, the time per- name I, drop. I literally and this is really really low on the low low this is be a this is below dive bar <clears throat> it's called memories it's on the north side of chicago it's it's over by loyola it's the z <laughs> It's not spelled with the Z. Memories. Memories. This is off my radar. I love so it. So this is your typical, you know, mm-hmm. commercial guys on the back bar, but they have uh, Nicholson, both the weeded and the regular um, bourbon. Really? 1846, yeah. Huh. Wow. Yeah. They have both. That's the only thing outside of the norm that we know norm yeah. is. I refer to it as the airport bar. Uh, like if someone's like, well, what do they have in the bar? It was an airport bar, right? It's got like all the major Diageo names, the yeah. Pernod, like the, the stuff that everyone knows. And like, it's just an important storm kind of stuff. You're in the yeah. airport. You don't care what you're drinking. But, uh, uh, for yeah. me, and it's, this is probably way above the radar now, but little bad wolf up in oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In yeah. 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 What's that? Berwin or Bryn Mawr? Uh, it's probably actually I want to say Bryn Mawr. Is it Bryn I think it's Bryn Mawr. I think it's Bryn There's Bryn McDonald's close. But, yeah, yeah, that's what I see. Yeah, that is a good, that's a good little spot. I always tell people that. It's a great I'm like, joint. if you're what a whiskey Especially selection. if you're staying yeah. on the north side and you're looking for like a good restaurant that, uh. With that whole strip alone. True. 
guess. Yeah, definitely. That's good. That's a good call on that one. I would say um, it's still pretty pretty much Ivory's eye. The burgers kind of gained some attention for that place a little bit, but their sliders are outstanding. Yeah, because yeah, it's yeah. on like the be- uh, best burger list. In oh the yeah, city. totally separate. The food's amazing, but like again, no, I'm saying pe- I feel like people know it for the food. Oh yeah, and like so it's, it's like dry hop. They know it for the beer, they but have not a for the whiskey. Massive whiskey selection over yeah. there. Yeah, there's a little. Um, I think we're all on there actually in in that bar. Um, I personally am not. <clears throat> yeah, we're not. I, I don't believe I am. No. Yet. Yeah, it was a good account for us at Coval, but um, yeah, yeah since it's so close. But you're yeah. welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I, I believe I, I believe, oh, yeah. I believe I was your sales rep. I don't. I don't know if we've ever even said that in the first podcast that we, we all worked together through Coval. Right. When you guys were with Coval, I was working for a distributor yeah. on our. Yeah. I'm yeah. Sorry. I'm not sure we ever mentioned that in the uh, first one, but no, did we? Uh, you I, know, I, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It was we've so long ago. Cheers. It was I so know. cold back it then. Was. It was. It was so cold. cold. <laughs> so cold. Back As we go through this humidity, I was literally after I got running this morning, I was wringing sweat out of my shirt. It was Dude, like, that's I'm like, it's too hot right that's now. That's fucking nasty. And I put it in my whiskey glass. That is too. fucking oh, my, gross. Why is it my stemless wine glass. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we, we talked about this before you got in. What's that? That, uh, that my nose doesn't fit in, like, Glen Karen glasses <laughs> or that. So, like, I, I, like, snagged the rocks glass right when I walked in. I when I realized, those are for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> the third one is being is being washed right now, so. I love this. Yeah. It's not even an even number glass. of glasses in the set. No, there is. It's, there's one on the bookshelf here. So we basically decorate, if you couldn't tell, our apartment by using glassware and whiskey bottles. <laughs> so every like shelf or some kind of table unit has whiskey or glassware on yeah. it um, because we didn't know what to do with it. And then we have like our other big stuff inside the, the kitchen. So, which I don't know if you guys explored in the kitchen. <laughs> I yet. did not. I did not. No. All right. No, this no, is I, huge. That's that's so, cool. He's got that Starward money. She, no. Starwood money, man. I, Good eye, Mike. I got this place when I was in my struggling uh, photography Fuck writing days. Yeah. So struggling. struggling. Yeah, yeah. struggling. Now, I'm on, now I'm on Team Wilson. Do you, do you, right? you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You see, Harry? Mm-hmm. Uh, you see? Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, so uh, I want to cheers you guys because this is uh, a horrible segue to it, but I do want to celebrate today because today is my eight-year anniversary That's in cool. the industry. Yeah, absolutely. To the That's day. awesome. Yeah. To the day, it was eight years ago that uh, that my mentor and former Diageo, uh, you know, foot soldier, uh, <laughs> took me under his wing, got like picked me up in the car because my car was in Connecticut. Was like, hey, get in. We're going to Connecticut to get your car. We're gonna go, we're gonna go sell some whiskey, and there was like a carton of American Spirit Blacks and like a case of sugar free Red Bull in the back oh, of the car. Man. And I'm like, man, this is like the the windowless van. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but for a 26, 27 year old, yeah, like this is this oh, is unreal. Yeah. Um, Twenty five Jake would have been just pumped up as uh, hell so, to go in the car. Oh, I love so this. shout out to to Jerry Knight and the W H Harrison brand because up, they, if it wasn't for them. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be there. Yes, I am drinking governors. I texted him and told him I was like, "Hey, happy anniversary." That's awesome. And he doesn't remember. Yeah, of course he doesn't. And this but is because you just reached out to them because your name was Harrison, correct? In, inf- yeah, I, yeah, I, I emailed story. info at you know, yeah. like it was oh, not even. It, it was a poor plan. Yeah, uh, but it worked out, and here I am. So you know, if you're ever wondering how to get a job, yeah. just sometimes email info. <laughs> yeah. That's cheers, guys. You know what? It's so funny that to this day, since you share that with me, I use that info. Yeah, yeah. I really. It's do. amazing how many times you can get a hold of somebody when you. I really you do have a direct phone number, or a direct yeah. email address, but use that one. Someone's monitoring it at least yeah. all the time. Well, it's usually the either a GM or a GM yeah. or something like that, you know. But Definitely. I've I've gained some traction using cool. that. So yeah. cheers to that, brother. Absolutely. Um, and you know, the best jobs are the ones that aren't posted. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> there, true. There was no job opening. I just asked, and I received. So uh, I will never do anything that crazy. It's actually. Very oh. circus peanut like. 
Yeah. Uh, Tell so, us about this. This is ju- actually oh, this Jesus. is really delightful. All right, so I'm this is fun. This one. Yeah, so, this is fun. Uh, this is the Governor's Reserve. This is the high rye uh, barrel stro- barrel proof bourbon that they release. Um, made lovingly in Indiana, oddly enough. So the, you want to talk about the cyclical nature of a career? Um, but uh, yeah, this this and then there's like a, a regular. One that's okay. a classic eighty proof that I I, don't know, I chose. I like the Governor's Reserve. Yeah, it's nice. Very nutty, right? But I love it. Uh, What's the mash did, bill? Well, it's all bourbon. We don't talk about oh, the mash bill, bourbon. and by we yeah. I mean him. I really don't know the mash bill anymore. If if I did ever, um, hmm. I mean knowing what you can buy from MGP, yeah. you know, it's, crap. I don't even know if because he was in during the LDI days. I mm. it could be anything. Yeah. at this point, oh, okay. it's good. You know, yeah, that's good. Um, it is. It's good. I remember they. You know, I wasn't around for it, but they released a presidential reserve. Hmm. It was the, they bought some 16-year. Oh, during, nice. Remember during the changeover from LDI to MGP, a bunch yeah. of old and dusties got sold off. Um, and that 16-year, I think, might still be at Delilah's. Oh, shit. Mm. If you want to try it. This reminds me of Old Foe. Yeah? Yeah. Huh. The the 100 proof or like what? Like what? Bottle and bud. Mm. Hmm. I haven't tried it yet. That's good. Um. Yeah, so cheers to that. It's yeah, July 4th, Independence Day. We were talking about America, and I do also want to <laughs> Yeah, I love that, this. That what, America, yeah, what is this? Yeah. yeah. So America, I brought a lot of presents this, this, <laughs> this, this to the show. Yeah. I've decided that's how to win you guys over. Um, <laughs> since America is celebrating its freedom from England, I brought you a treat from England. There we go. Um, <laughs> fuck the British. The tyrannical, the tyrannical King George of alcohol. And uh, we also can celebrate the women's victory in the World Cup over England, too. That's yeah. Pouring salt into the wound. I was gonna say just that tea drinking bit. Oh, mm-hmm. that was that Morgan, was nice. That was kind of that was kind of sticky. Yeah, that, that was, was sticky. Uh, I like yeah. that shit talk. I know. I'm yeah, a, right. I'm a shit talker. I love it. Uh, we'll all be friends again in like I don't know. 2020. Yep. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, so this is made uh, by Benedictine monks at the Buckfast <laughs> Abbey. It's called Buckfast, and as I imagine, at least. 12 people listening to this will be Googling right now what yeah. Buckfast yeah, is. I'm sure. Let me save you the trouble. 14. It is get a it right. straight up bum wine. Yeah. Uh, it I is. Love it. I love it. Uh, like uh, Mad Dog 2020. I'm going to get some fresh glasses for this one. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> oh, I, oh, joy. Oh, joy. Be, be prepared to throw these glasses away after, afterwards. Um, but so, in the spirit of Mad Dog 2020s, this is a tonic wine with a high caffeine content. Oh. So, in this country, and I believe overseas as well, Four loco, Sparks, things like that got, yeah. you know, got shut down or the caffeine content was drastically reduced because of all the dangers of having a very alert, belligerent drunk. <laughs> because of a religious loophole, <laughs> Buckfast still exists and is produced in this abbey and it is uh it is fight juice as far as i'm made aware uh there are t-shirts that they sell in england called blame it on the bucky right like it's it's a very tropey bit and i want to give actually a shout out to sam beckling from malort because it was actually him sam gave uh, me that yeah no no sam gave like put me on to this oh, existing. Okay, okay. My brother's Makes married sense. to a, a Brit, so uh, I got to... I got some Warpig glasses. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. I um, I have a a set of um, ladies that are good friends to my sister and I. Um, thank you, Harrison. That are from the Isle of Man. And oh, right. um, oh, what a great couple, man. Those ladies. <laughs> they're like a thousand years old, but they're, 
awesome. Awesome. And they're beautiful and they're lovely and they're fun. So Isle of Man. Isle of Man. You know what that is? Yeah. No, I know it yeah. exists, but no, I couldn't tell you. It it's used to be a shop. Yeah. It used to be yeah. a boutique shop up on Lincoln. I believe. Isle oh, that's <laughs> right. It did. That's right. I did uh, not know that. They had the yeah. motorcycle in the middle of the thing. Uh, they actually, I think one of those guys owns Punt and Plume now. Uh, really? They're, yeah, they're oh, in the cigar okay. and liquor business. There yeah. you go. Punt and Plume. I like that. Joke. No, Isle of Man is this like small. They actually have one of the biggest motorcycle races yes, of, of in the world. It's the most dangerous, one of the most dangerous races you can possibly do. I think, I want to say like. 18,000 people live on this island. Um, it's in between Wales and England. Yes, I think. it's it's very... Wow, okay. Now I've like... Yeah. 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 So uh, Jane and... Uh, Jean and Anne are... Um, Jane and Anne, sorry, um, have been together since they were 16, 17 years old. Wow. And wow. they are now retired. They're That's now fucking chilling. delicious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sorry. We're, we're drinking the no, bucket. I'm sorry. No, I just, keep talking. Keep talking. No, it's just these two women are just, they're lovely. I absolutely adore these women. And they actually had. Um, That's I, fun. If it's either, I think it's Jane or Aunt, one of the two's brother was the mayor of Isle of, of, oh, well. of, of the town. And he had shipped over an incomplete British pub to be installed in their, in their basement. What? Oh. You hear about that? I've never a seen British that happen. Wait, this is in Chicago. This is in Highland Park, Illinois. I'm going to do a tasting there tomorrow. You can do. You can. The house. Well, they sold a house, but mm. the they lived on. Um, I want to say Luxmore or something or Exmore. We should pike. So we used to call it the Uxmore Pub. Mm. That's so cool. Wait. So they like strip it all down and then ship it in parts. This is fucking delicious. I kind of like it. Yeah, you're going to get into a lot of trouble if you drink. I have one full bottle that I'm saving for a very special occasion. Good, you should. What's retail on this bad boy in yours? Uh, I, I actually don't delicious. remember. I want to say it's like nine bucks. Oh, Maybe I should bring a bottle back from Portugal if I can find some. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, just keep um, uh, keep an eye out if you're in Europe. Uh, it's it's an interesting thing as we cast off the yoke of British wine. oppression. Yeah. Oof. British oppression. Yeah. <laughs> they should also say thank you for World War II because they'd be speaking German right now if it wasn't for America. Oh wow, we're wow. gonna go that route. Yeah, okay. I, mean, I don't know. All right, all right. It is eleven a.m. and I've had three drams of whiskey and a beer, and now uh, some tonic <laughs> wine. That is very American. He is, that is sassy. That is true. I actually had I'm doing a, it for a punch egg. I'm doing it for America. This. I haven't had anything to eat today. I had oh. some coffee. Oh wow, no wonder this is going off the rails. Off the rails, real quick. I haven't uh, had anything either. Well, all right, I had a handful because of, of the keto. A, oh no, I did have a protein shake. If that oh. counts. I didn't have shit. I just had a cup of coffee. There you go. Killing me, guys. Why? No, um, I will say, speaking speaking of, I suppose one yeah. of the other things you talked to me about about bringing up was mental health in the industry. Yeah, yeah. and I, I like you know right, and uh, and I feel like the fact that we're all segue. talking about about heavy drinking in the morning, we should. Yeah. I should feel like this is an intervention, and we are, think, and uh, we are doing a mental health <laughs> podcast tomorrow. <laughs> are you really? Yeah. So Johnny from uh, Johnny Boucher, who who started Hope for the Day, mm-hmm. um, he's going to come on tomorrow. We're That's gonna, great. Yeah, talk about all that good stuff. So it's kind of. Uh, it is a good segue into that because it's kind of be the it'll be the next conversation that Wilson and I have. Yeah, and I mean, I hope that it's a really fruitful one. But look at what we've talked about already today mm-hmm. yeah. in the sense of heavy drug use. Like, I mean, we we are kind of joking about it, but there's there's some we're real joking because it exists because it, it, it exists, right? There there's obviously a natural risk of alcoholism. There's drug use. There's poor sleep patterns. Oh, yeah. There's depression runs rampant. And I can't tell if this industry attracts people who are depressed or if this <laughs> industry makes people depressed. Yeah. And it might be a little A, little B, and I, you should you know feel free to talk about that on your next one. But um, well, what have you experienced in your eight years? I you know I have seen the gamut, and I won't talk about other people's experience. I know that personally, yeah. I have dealt with depression and anxiety, mm-hmm. um, depression from just 
existence and anxiety from sales pressure because oh yeah sales pressure yeah uh and it it definitely can can weigh you down i have gone through you know i've worked really hard you know i am very big proponent of the both medication and therapy simultaneously like mm-hmm. you know hit okay. it from both ends kind of thing yeah um worked great for me maybe works differently for other people but yeah. uh you know i want to just give a shout out to anybody going through that yeah. and, and support them and say in the industry, you know, we are uh, an extended family and we are, I know on the outskirts, we talked about that the last time I was mm-hmm. on that we're on kind of the outskirts of that, yeah. but we're still, we deal with some of the same stuff yeah. and we're, you know, still support mechanisms in that. Uh, it's a tough, it's a tough gig. You know, you've got to party really hard, but also responsibly. Yeah, definitely. No, even last night I went to Fountainhead, um, just say hello, you know, have a couple of drinks, Whatever it may be, but I uh, was had one drink and I'm just like uh, nine o'clock at night, maybe. And I'm like, I'm too tired to stay up right now. Like, yep. I'm literally falling asleep. If I stay here, I'm not going to provide anything beneficial for my company or for myself, representing yeah. myself. Um, and like, I'm just going to go home. But there's also that factor when you said like the anxiety of like, do I leave now? And maybe like uh, Bob drops by later and I'm not yeah. there or one of the bartenders I know is not there. And you're like, it's, it brings a lot to you. Or even when you're throwing an event, you know, you're MC and, uh, you know, I, I, there are definitely pictures of me at events on my mm-hmm. own Facebook where there's iced tea in my glass yeah. instead of whiskey. And I'm just, you know what? It's yeah. a, I got I got to be here for six hours, yeah. you know? Right. This is a, yeah, this is a full day. Yeah. It's a full day. I mean, so I, I had an event there. last week where we were at, at Concrete, Concrete Cowboy. Well, Harrison was there before. Oh, uh, yeah, the yeah, first session. Yeah. But no, he was there for, we were there for three hours, and I had one beer and no whiskey the entire time. Like, I'm just like, I can't start drinking, you know, that early in the day and yeah. be, you know, present and talk about. No. I had three beers. Well, I meant during the event. Oh, during the event? Yeah, oh. I had one beer during the... Yeah, afterward, we had a couple more beers. But yeah, it was just kind of one of those things where like, you just can't, you can't drink all can't day. Can't do it. I had water like... We can't drink all day if you don't start before noon, which is... Which we did. <laughs> which we did. I shouldn't, I shouldn't be supporting that joke. But it's so easy to make those jokes. No, yeah. But yeah. at the same time, on the, on the other side of it, like, no, drink yeah. responsibly. There's yeah. truth to that, though. No, it's, um, it's like... With you, it's like we were talking about yesterday, how yesterday I was driving around the suburbs, but I had a team meeting on a phone call for you know an hour, hour and a half before that. I did an hour and a half, two hours of admin work before, and I had all this other work I needed to get done on my computer. And you're thinking, like, what's more important? Do I go see these accounts, you know, the day before 4th of July, or do I, you know, sit there and do the work I need to get done for my company, but we're not doing sales? Oh, well, my, 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 my distributor made that really easy. They sent out a note shutting down, like, all deliveries, mm-hmm. yeah, basically, because they, yeah, they, yep, they, they maxed yeah. out their, their capabilities. Yeah. So there was no sale selling to be done. Nothing oh, for me, it's, it, sales mm-hmm. isn't my initial job. My job is like the training, so I had two trainings to do yeah. yesterday. But you know, I get there and like, oh yeah, the managers he's in he's in receiving all day. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of expected that. Yeah, I'm surprised he took this meeting today, but you know, and then they worked it out and helped me out with that. So that was awesome. But you just you don't, you never know. Like you're always questioning, am I doing the right thing? Which leads to a lot of anxiety, especially for somebody who's already susceptible to depression, to anxiety, and experienced that in the past. It's uh, it's hard to deal with. Yeah, and I mean, you know, here's us like strumming our tiny violin. We're we're gainfully employed in an industry that's a lot of fun, and I, yeah. I'm sure there's folks out there that that take the Wilson stance of like, mm. oh yeah, you're really starving and struggling. But like, <laughs> you know, it takes many forms. I, I wasn't mean, starving. I was just right. struggling. You know, my, yeah, I was to say my you're struggling my, with decisions. My suffering options. doesn't doesn't minimize someone else's and or overtake it. They can exist simultaneously, and just yeah. you know, everyone can look around and be like, man, this sucks. Um, but there's 
you know, there's a way forward there. And I, mm-hmm. I really if hope for the day is great. Like, I'm really excited that you guys are having that person on. Yeah. Um, I'll listen. Yeah, no, <laughs> guarantee. Uh, no, but- I, heard, I heard Johnny's story at um, Drink Chicago Style. Um, he was in a panel. The la- I think it was the last panel, actually, of the whole entire three days. And uh, he was with, I can't remember the other two people, but he's with a actual therapist who's a bartender. Not a mm-hmm. um, uh, girl you know. Um, Laura? wasn't Laura. It mm-hmm. was, yeah. She, uh, but and she was a great. And the girl leading the discussion was from, actually from Tenzing. Um, I can't think of her name either at, right now. But uh, yeah, they just talked for an hour and a half very openly about all the issues mentally that we have in this industry. And Johnny's story was, I think he said he had seven, eight, nine people in his life who have killed himself. And most of that was in the, in, in the industry. Yep. Leading to drugs and depression and alcoholism. And I'm pretty sure he's... he's took a sober stance for himself <clears throat> to see how he'd feel after, you know, so many years working in this industry, both music wise and, um, from the bar scene and wanted to see like, Hey, how does my body feel when I'm not drinking? So he kind of, uh, has been on that approach and just talking very real and very openly about, Hey, we're here for you. Cause it's obviously an industry that doesn't have great, um, uh, mental or not mental health, but, um, it doesn't pay your medical bills. Essentially. We don't have health insurance a lot of the time. Two people, two people kill themselves in my life that mm-hmm. were both industry. And yeah. that's in the last year. Hmm. And it's, I mean, it starts to add up like yeah. at a certain point. And I'm, I, you know, God knows what the actual statistics are. Yeah. But Overall, no, that's um, one's too many. Yeah. One is too many. Absolutely. Very yeah. It's point. just the whole, it's the whole stat of, I can't say that word, whole stat of, you know, all these U.S. veterans coming back and there's 22, 23 veterans a day that are dying from suicide. It's just way too many. And I was talking to a bartender the other night about he's in a band, he travels and tours on the band and, you know, works till two or three in the morning. He's like, I'm a night owl though. Like I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good. And you kind of look at him from the outside. He's like, he's a skinny guy, young guy. And so you just sort of, yeah, he's probably healthy, but I'm like, he's probably like malnutritious as well, as well because he's just not getting like enough sleep and he's not eating the right things. Like I get home and I'm like, all I want to do is like eat a pizza. Do you remember, do you remember yeah. the day? Do you remember the day when everyone had like a good union job from nine to five with fifteen yeah. minute breaks and they were paid adequately and could afford a yeah, house? It's, it's yeah. My dad had my dad had a mortgage, a wife and a kid four years ago in my life. You know? Yeah, right. <laughs> you think about I, I'm it. I'm still living underground. Yeah, yeah. Se- yeah. Seriously, think about it. My sister and I had a discussion about that not not too long ago, and I think we, we talked about it. It was like if you we were probably, well, I know when my mom and dad had me, they were each 19 and 18 years old, mm. you know. So where they were, where I'm at currently, way ahead of me. There yeah. are, they have just moved into their third house mm-hmm. because they continued to like start small, medium, and then into their final right. dream home. Because you could. So, so forth. Yeah. Because you could. Because of the union jobs yeah. and everyone had a good job, yep. you know, and all that stuff. So everyone had good benefits. Everyone welcome, was well taken care yeah, welcome of. Welcome to late stage capitalism. Yeah, you know. Yeah, just, right. <laughs> yeah, because in the 1960s, um, if you lived in the Detroit area, you were making the equivalency of working on the line like $70,000 to the day. But you had a mortgage, you had two cars, and your wife didn't work. Yeah. I mean, it was just you. Yeah. No, I'm saying like that's you could afford to have all that. You stuff can in do life. that. It wasn't like people were yeah, like, you can stay home. It wasn't you don't have prime mortgages being sold to people who couldn't afford. Right, it. of course. It, it was, you know. No, there wasn't any of that. It was just Gr- you, greed you, came into the picture mm-hmm. much later. Yeah. And I think that's the difference between the kids of the seventies, eighties, nineties, and of course the, the odds. The odds, you know. Yeah. No, it's a it's a very strange thing. And it's also very it's depressing when you hear about like you said, one two one is too many and 
it's an industry where you see people that are just stressed out. I was at a bar the other night, and this guy was, you know, someone was just taking too long ordering, asking too many questions, all this stuff. And the guy's like, I have too many other customers to deal with than you. And the guy was stressed out. And it wasn't even that late. I'm sure, but he's going to be like, be there till 2 o'clock in the morning. Sure. It's like, make it quick. Huh. Yeah, yeah. They're going to be open till 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to they're gonna be there be for another, there for like another like hour, hour, hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. Depending on mm-hmm. their, their closing duties. Yeah. Here's and that's at a 2 a.m. bar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's not a Saturday. Yeah. That, this, is like a, this is like a Tuesday night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hershey, you're 80 years. Um, and seriously, Dave, I commend you on that because it's it's. I've only been into the industry three and a half now. So dig <laughs> what have you seen i mean you've gone from you repped from the info box that you started off right. with with harrison and then you went in you are now with actually one of the largest purveyor of spirits that's that's known yes you know so where along the ways did you alter your approach? Did you learn on the fly or a um, combination of everything? I had two really good mentors over the, like career mentors over mm, the course yeah. of my, my travels. Jerry from Harrison being one of my current boss, actually being the second yeah. of those. And uh, I refer to it as failing upwards, you know, yeah. like yeah. comically, but <laughs> um, just because you can never sell enough to make anybody happy. So True. technically yeah. every year, every year we miss our goals, but like that's because the goals are set by people that aren't in the trenches. And yeah. if you, if you let those people sell, set the goals, they're going to set them way lower because they want to exceed them. And if, at some point, right. Something's got to give. Um, but I credit those two with, I mean, all of my career development in the sense of, uh, telling me when it was time to, you know, swim by myself mm-hmm. and telling me when it was time to, you know, make a change. Um, but also giving me kind of the, you know, the, the, not a playpen, but, you know, like a, a bounded mm-hmm. area and say, hey, make the most out of this and then we'll kind of expand your role from there. Gotcha. Um, cool. And that is the benefit of working for s- startups. I mean, prior yeah. to this, prior to, sorry, MGP, like I've been with startup, 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 yeah. startup. And um, you, you learn a lot doing the same thing over and over again, mm-hmm. expecting different results. But yeah, uh, yeah I, 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 at the end of the day, I'm crediting those two. Uh, Joe and Jerry have been, awesome to this day yeah to this day like i still uh, jerry's mad that i'm not going to tails which is next week <laughs> next week yeah. which yeah. even within yourself you're a little upset about but i am i am i am upset about that why aren't that you going? going can we not oh yeah <laughs> he's, he just he's he double booked um, himself i uh gotcha. my my company me too. my I company a, will probably too. Be doing I, have something a, next year. I have a wedding to go to yeah my own whatever oh oh tough. but i'd rather go i think i'd rather go to tails but that door's not that thick. Yeah, that door's it's not true. Thick. I'm not sure she's even here. Um, no, but yeah. I'm just going to assume my in, my invite got thrown in the lake. Um, with the key? It's with the key. With the key. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With the key to all yeah. the bars in the loop in the pre nineteen pre nineteen twenties. But you, um, what would you consider con- going through all that those um, Harrison those eight years and then now you still have your your two mentors. What would you consider your greatest asset, skill level, and mm. or um, your strength? And opposed to like maybe still a weakness. I, I was gonna say this sounds like a job interview. No, I'm curious. <laughs> like right, that's a classic. Yeah, one. it is classic. No, um, absolutely. But you know, I'm I'm curious. Yeah, uh, I don't really see a lot of good in myself often, so well, I feel bullshit. like I feel I, like that's that's, that's bullshit, a little, No, it's all bravado. It's all bravado. Yeah, it's, it's, that's no, sales. It's, it's all bravado. It's, 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 it's all being humble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
so it's tough for me to like actually pick something and say like I'm the best at blah blah blah. Yeah. But out of all the things, I am not the best in the world, but best out of out of me. Yeah. I think it's my sociopathic need to be liked by everyone I encounter. Okay. Mm. Which is terrible on a social sense because it gives you it ends up giving you a ton of anxiety and you question everything you ever do. Okay. But for terms of sales. Customer retention, it's great. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Customer yeah. retention is great. It's great. So yeah. it's really just the ability to see a massive flaw in the way you interact socially and be like, mm-hmm. that sounds like something I could use in sales. Do you feel like it's you're being genuine in those moments or do you feel fake from it? Because um, I, 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 I struggle with that. Because like, I'm, I'm, every person I meet, I want to be nice to. I don't care what I'm doing. Not if I'm working or helping somebody jump their car this morning, whatever it may be. It's like, yeah, can I help you like with anything? Like- eight, eight years ago, eight years ago, if you would ask me that question, I would have been like, look, you have to be the person they want you to be. And I, my sales pitch mm. would walk in and I'd be like, hi, I'm so-and-so from so-and-so. Yeah. And, you know, we are the chief purveyors of blah, blah, blah. And it would be very like canned. Yeah. And now it's kind of like, what do you want? Like, I'm here. I'm going to support you. Like you yeah. give you you give me support, I'm gonna give you support yeah. in terms of like you know brand brand awareness and whatnot. It's just it's it's much more real. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say I'm ten times more authentic eight years in than I was when For I was sure. super green. Because you have to know yourself. It's not about representing the brand. And I it's think people rep- can see through it. I mean, yes. first of all, like let's be real. Even when I was was a creature of pure bravado, uh, it was it was pretty transparent. Yeah, um, really. I look back on it now. It's like oh, I wasn't fooling anybody. I don't think I thought I was then. It just made me feel better. Hmm. Um, because you're 22. Yeah, in an industry full of old white guys. I, I yeah. still look, if I shave my beard, exactly. I still look I'm so same, young. I look very young. People yeah, will not way. take me seriously on the, like judging the book by the cover. Yeah. Gotcha. Meanwhile, I could probably explain to them a d- the purpose of a deflegmator better than, you know, yeah. than they could. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And <clears throat> is that going to get me ahead in life? No. But, uh, get you ahead enough and... it's a confidence thing that comes with time. Yeah. And I, I no longer preach the fake it till you make it. Side of so not, your really strength is your weakness. Uh, Acknowledging your weakness. Yeah, you should have done this interview for me, like in terms of to get my current job, because that's like that's a great way to frame mm. it. Yeah, I'll I mean, take it. That's <laughs> <laughs> You're no, hired, but like acknowledging the fact that you are really um, into those details of like the still, like sure. that's about it relates not just to the still itself, but the products that you sell and representing yourself individually as well. I mean, well, it, there's a process that like I, there's something that I didn't even really see like myself. Um, like in other interviews where like I told like my boss and like current employer, I'm like, yeah, I, I run every day when I get up in the morning. He's like, I saw that as somebody who's ambitious. I'm like, oh, okay. Like he's, he's asking like, what, what, what's your day like, you know, on your usual day? And I walked him through it and he goes, that's one of the reasons why I hired you. It's because if you get up and actually work out every single day, I see you as an ambitious person who will actually go out there and be in the market for us. I'm like, yeah. that's something, those little details that you don't realize about yourself that present yourself so well to the outside, especially when someone else is trying to, hire you or, you know, trying to figure out who you are as a true individual, as, well, a, gen- as a genuine individual. Well, and I think this is valuable information. I, I've had a lot of people come to me and discuss wanting to get into the brand side, right? Yeah. Getting yeah. into the supplier side yeah. and, you know, oh, how'd you do it? And it's like, I can't, I certainly can't mm. tell them the honest answer of how I did it like I just did here because yeah. it's, that's not going to help anybody. Porn. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, um, anime. Yeah, well, what's right? that called? No, no, no. We're no. not. We're not. I'm not I, I, know, I know the answer to that question. No, we're not saying that on your podcast. Uh, so um, explicit rating. Just yeah, uh, I just feel like uh, that question comes up a lot in these these discussions that you guys are having about mm. career advice and in, in you know 
and kind yeah. of job seeking in general are completely applicable to this because brands brands need a self-starter, especially if you're going to be a satellite rep where oh, you're yeah. not at the distillery all the time. You know, when, when you guys were local, you, you had an office, you had a home base, you yeah. were there and you were, you were extending from that. But I am, you know, a time zone away mm. from the distillery, yeah. which isn't a lot until you drive there at three in the morning, but yeah. it, it, I'm, I'm, I'm a world away. Yeah. Well, right. But the, no, but that's where you are now. That's right, where you right. are now. Yeah, yeah. Our beginnings were yeah, a lot right, more right. humble than you. they are now. Is it, no. is what's Australia's antipode? Like, I, is it, is it like <laughs> if you dig straight through the earth, can you get there? <laughs> I don't know. Let's try it out. There's a website for that. What's that, that word that like. you just used? Antipode? Yeah. yeah I might be your, pronouncing it wrong, but I can certainly spell yeah, it correctly. Exactly. It's like your, what's, is it direct? Opposite end of the earth. I think it's actually, Cool. I think England. Never heard of that word. Um, sorry. Australia actually are. Wow, they need to ship all those people over and both. Oh, wait, they already through. did. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh wait, they lost. A, they lost a war to America. They got saved by America by Germany. You know when they Britain were invading them. Club yeah. today. Yeah. Wow, it is. It, it wow. is. You know, yeah, let me been, just get. Then I'll give a shout out for a brand. I love Jensen's gin. Oh yeah. Uh, if you ever have Jensen's a chance gin. to to get okay. your hands on some Jensen's gin, uh, I'm a huge fan. That is made in England for sure. Got to give credit. Nice. We have uh, like two or three bottles of uh, Sipsmith out there. If you want to yeah. drink some Sipsmith, Smith, some, nice. Some slow, gin, some slow gin. I like their slow the gin more Ooh, than their baby. base spirit or their. I call it their their yeah. regular offering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the dry gin. Yeah. Um, one of the things, Harrison, that I've. <clears throat> pardon me. It's my toe. I've always uh, admired is the fact that. First of all, I didn't know you were in business eight years I, now. I kind of forgot this part of the uh, the podcast where you guys say nice things to me. I, I, no. This is nothing we, nice. We usually, this is... we usually overlook it when Tony Blom's on. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, stop, bro. Stop. <laughs> Just encouraging him. But I've often, what I've tried to do is observe how you do what you do. Mm. Um, which is hard to do when we do shows because we see each other more when we do a uh, a whiskey fest of some right, sort yeah. of tasting event. So, so it's hard to really, t- you know, tell, you know, how one goes about, you know. But I find you very cerebral. I find you very uh, genuinely uh, uh, brilliant in your craft. Um, so I, as you have two mentors in your life, I have zero. So... What is one thing you can offer me personally mm. that I can Great build question. upon? Oh, geez. Wow. Okay. I mean, you've known me now for almost three years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, again, we have not seen each other in the market as far as how to. The wheels are turning I, I think for people, you know? too, that are out there <clears throat> listening to kind of clarify or to maybe paint the picture, too. When we're at events, we don't see each other as competitors. No, we're friends. This is true. We we like last yeah. like last week after the event, we, we sat and had an yeah. hour and a half of beers together. I'm forgetting what who coined the term, so forgive me for not crediting yeah. it. But coopetition. Yes, absolutely. Coopetition. Yeah. 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 Who did coin that? I don't. know. Matt uses it a lot. Brown uses it a lot. Is it Brown? I'm, I'm not, saying, it? not saying he coined it. He uses it a lot though. But, but I yeah. like who else? I've heard. I've heard Mike Miller said it. That Mike, was, Mike um, Miller said a lot too. Summer camp. Oh, uh, who, who says that? I, I can't remember, but right, it, it is. Angie from Grand, uh, Grand Traverse uh, Distilling. Right. Oh, Shout okay. out to Angie yeah, out in Michigan. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she's cool. Right. So we're, right, we're not there. We're not there as competitors. We're there as you know, co-equal. And, and it's, we're, yes, we're trying to win hearts and minds, but people, 
unlike buying a car where you're only going to buy one car, yeah, you know, yeah. in a cycle, <laughs> you can buy, you have more than one bottle of whiskey or yeah. one bottle yeah. of spirit on your shelf. Now, which one you buy first, which one you rebuy, that's, you know, that's really where we get into the competition side of competition. But like sure. in general, it's raising awareness and educating consumers as a whole. We all, you know, that's the rising tide with yeah. cell phones. Okay. Um, as for you, I, you know, what could I give you? I haven't heard your, I actually haven't heard your pitch straight up <laughs> in a while. Even though I was sitting next to you, I, I talk very loudly and I can only yeah. hear myself. I'm a Leo. Yeah, I think everyone can um, say that as well. But I, you know, I've pitched. I did hear Ian selling Jack Daniels the other day. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> Uncle Nearest, shout out to you. so funny. I, uh, like, I would, uh, you're, you're asking, you know, what can you bring to the thing? I, I would say I have pitched hundreds of SKUs between my work as a distributor and as mm-hmm. a rep. Yeah. And I can hear the can pitch. Yeah. You know, just because you never use the actual can pitch. You use elements of it. You have like, to be true to yourself. Right. You have, but you have, you have those talking points. You know, I had them on paper last time, but yeah. uh, you have those talking points and it's the decision making in the moment as to what you, what you pull out. But sometimes those talking points, if they aren't given to you, you create them yourself. And I imagine a lot of times you've really built up this pitch on your own. And I have, I'm not saying it's off at all. It might be yeah. flawless, but I could at least tell you it's flawless. Yeah. Um, because there is, there are a lot of keywords that you can add and, and not to sound super salesy and manipulative, mm-hmm. but you know, adding certain keywords to a conversation can associate your brand with certain good or bad feelings. Mm-hmm. And you might do it by accident. There's some mm-hmm. really good psychographics and mostly I could probably hand you a bunch of literature on, on yeah. the subject because it's there's a psychology of selling uh, book that I will just I'm gonna just text it to you or email yeah, it to yeah. you. Um, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but it is it was really solid and it's it sounds a little predatory at times, but as long as you use it responsibly, <laughs> as long as you use it responsibly, I feel like it's okay. Well, sales is you're trying to convince yeah. somebody to do what you want them to do. Yeah, at correct. The heart of it. Um, now sometimes that because that could be because it's for their own good. Right? Yeah. It's it's mutually beneficial. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just need to get a placement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. That's true. No, you're I right. Need, I, 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 I always go back to like, I need that placement. So much of the time when I'm like by myself driving or whatever it may be, or even with like somebody from our portfolio manager or one of our brand reps from our distributor, you're like, I just think of myself being Tommy Boy. And like oh, driving God. on the road, David Spade and you know what? I Chris mean, Farley, it, and you're like it's not that far off. It's, it's not, not that far off. It's, it's not. I, I mean like yeah. Uh, we don't have a beat down convertible from a deer attacking us in the back, but some days kind of feels like it. Yeah, I remember like the in my head, my life is the montage of getting no for yeah. an answer, yeah. and then the guy says yes, and you're like, all right, well, thank you for wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. And um, yeah, I, I actually used the uh, the T bone steak analogy mm-hmm. recently, and I can't oh. remember what for. Not business related. Oh yeah, yeah. Just it's a. It is interesting that a movie as asinine as Tommy Boy yeah. really actually has some some it's genuine got some truth to yeah, it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, like, we're, we're out there every day, like you know, pitching not just the company but ourselves yeah. too. We've always talked about it. How you know the, com- the companies that are purchasing our products, they're not buying the product; they're buying the person in front of them, selling it to them. Yeah. And Black Sheep was a better movie. I just want to put it out there. Gary Ooh. Busey makes that movie. Gary Busey is, is huge in that. Gary yeah. Busey. Gary Sorry. Busey. Man, I haven't heard that name in a long time, dude. Crazy that he outsourced. Uh, he yeah, outsourced. Like, hey, yeah. hey, we need a drink. No, um, it's, it, it's, but it's, defi- it's difficult. It's out there. You know, what I figured out, I honestly was just thinking about this this morning while I was running, was it's not about selling the brand. 
as much as about what does the brand mean to you and selling that point to where I'm not just saying, hey, these whiskeys are aged in wine barrels. They taste this. They taste that. It's about how do you represent the brand because of what you like about it and what you appreciate about it, maybe even love about it. Um, it you just don't want to keep saying the pitching the pitch points that someone else wrote that's sitting on you know some portal somewhere for you to read off to somebody else because that's not genuine. It's not going to be effective either because people can tell. Like you spoke, you said, people can see through you. And when you're just giving them a sales pitch, when you talk about like, hey, I was down there and tasted this new make and you had these barrel experiences of walking through the wreck house and seeing how they're aged and tasting you know the difference between a filtered barrel and a non-filtered barrel and mm. really enjoying the product, talking about how you've made not just like your, your house spirit cocktails, your house cocktails that your distillery has, but making your own cocktails, adding your little versions to it, even goes back to how we say, hey, like the best cocktails are the ones that have been around for a hundred years because they did it right. And adding all these other steps to it, yeah, it might taste good, but it takes a long period of time. You're trying to represent the wheel or recreate the wheel when when they got it right the first time. Just, first time it was good. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Just do it. Like do what it, it means to your core. Do what it means to yourself, and show the brand off that way. You sound like an originalist on the Supreme Court. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, you're like you're very much On the what? An originalist from the Supreme Court. That's, that's, <laughs> an, that's, an, interesting, that's an interesting spin. No, and I, I fundamentally disagree with you okay. on, in terms of innovation, yeah, but I, I completely... I, you yeah. are not... I don't think that's outlandish, and I don't think yeah. it's wrong. I just personally... With, I am all about you know natural selection of cocktails. Let's just keep throwing stuff at the wall over, oh, the course I, of, oh, yeah, uh, over uh, generations. The reason those have stuck, and, and yeah. rightfully so, is because... They, we don't talk about the cocktails that didn't make it, you know, the, sure. the names, sure, sure, sure. you know, the Lucy Goosey, no, which is not a real cocktail, very, but yeah. we, if it was, we wouldn't know about we it. We wouldn't know about it. it I'm not trying to stifle, in a, stick for that I'm reason. not trying to stifle innovation okay. either. Yeah. No, no, no. All I mean is that like, we've gone too abundant with adding eight steps to cocktails. Not, 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 not just saying like stick to your routine cocktails. It's about, I love trying new stuff and yeah. doing new things, but like. Also, yeah, but how, how far off of an original cocktail can you go? What I'm saying is that don't add so many steps that someone's there watching you make the cocktail for 10 minutes. It's about, like, yeah. create innovation, add different tastes to it. Like, I did, like, edit a uh, Star Wars um, uh, sangria, or not sangria, well, sangria, too, um, but uh, Negroni. Negroni, And yeah. I used, instead of using Capar, I used Aperol. Right. And this kind of followed... Dude, Aperol's having a moment right now. I hope so. I, I wonder how much they spent on that, that marketing blitz, because that spritz is back. It's my G. Uh, I tell you what, it's gonna be it's gonna be at least through the fall. For um, now, but For yeah, now. it's like it, no, it's it's one of those things. Where like, I'm I'm not saying like I love innovation. Innovation is what creates everything moving in this world. It's what, what our companies are founded on. Even with yep. MGP, like they're like one of the innovators. Like, hey, let's make the great whiskey for America. Mm. I, I, people can say like, well, they're just sourcing. People are sourcing it from MGP and doing stuff. But like that innovation to be that company and then to do the things you're doing with the Volstead as well coming out soon, that's completely innovation. With Olson's company, it's the exact same thing. It's like, hey, we're going to make this awesome freaking whiskey, and we're going to let it sit in the barrels for four to five years until it's ready. Until it's ready. Until it's ready, and not let not do anything to it. With my company, the exact same way. It's not, I'm not trying to stifle innovation at all, because I think it's where we find new meaning in life. I think it's where we find sure. new characteristics and new development, and I think it's how we grow as individuals. Well, and I'm glad we clarified that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I probably came off a little bit the wrong way that way. Well, you no, know, no, it's not even that. Well, I guess, I've had five know. drinks, and it's only noon. No, and I, but I mean, it's... I mean, you do have to. It's not even. You do have to. You do have to point it out. You do have to call it out because of the fact that is the American dream. You know, MGP. Is it their American dream to to offer 
not just the line that they have right now on the yeah. line, but to, hey, but just so you know, for those who have the American dream of actually making something of themselves, mm. we're here to help you as well. Which one is it? There's no British American dream. No. <laughs> <laughs> not as of today. On the no, I, I think... As you a, dig what I'm saying? No, it's yeah. just like, we yeah. have, like you mentioned, Union Horse Distilling Company was founded on four siblings who literally just lost touch with their traditional and their um, cultural value, mm-hmm. which is deep-rooted in Hispanic uh, upbringing, family, religion, and so on and so forth. Um, I don't know about the religion. I threw that in there. That's just me. <laughs> um, and then you have, you know, we came together to do something all-American, whiskey, yeah. done. Good. It's in the market. Fabulous. Nine years old as of May. Kick ass. We're doing well. Now, for those who are wanting to jump into this pool of American dreams or on the shallow end because they're afraid of the deep end, we have MGP mm-hmm. ingredients. Mm-hmm. You're right. It's a, yeah. You dig what I'm it's saying? All, it's all relating factor. It's all relating. We all can, so yeah, it's we... not separate entities. It is, it's all uh, cyclical if you approach it properly and educated, I would like to do acid life. with you. Like yeah, that's, I think that's it's like, that's, you know, what I'm saying? That's, yeah. that's an amazing way for you to relate everything from the craft to the very largest distilleries in the country because, in that way, we actually are in unison together working not just to build individual brands but to build whiskey all throughout this country. Coopetition. Coopetition. I think if I find out that it was Matt who coined that one, I'm going to I don't think it was. I don't think it was. That's a great place to end it there because my computer's about to turn into a pumpkin anyway. Um, Harrison, anything to promote real quick? Yeah. Uh, No, I already dropped uh, the Volstead knowledge on you guys. Thanks for having me on and talking about all things. Absolutely. Um, And Wilson is at 312 Made. Check out Union Horse Distilling Co. as well. They're an awesome company. Um, Check out their website. um, Buy their bottles. Go to Fountainhead and have a a little whiskey that's on the menu there for their featured American whiskey of the month, too. Um, And check us out at Star Ward Whiskey, which is the company I work for. And we're at Key in the Lake and keyinthelake.com. Most of the other thing we do is on Instagram. A lot of podcasts up there on the website, too, if you want to check them out. And some photos and stories as well about the whole whiskey industry. Until that, guys, a happy 4th of July as you know you listen to this next week after the 4th party took place I hope you had a safe good time drank very well ate very well and uh USA yeah USA 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 USA, USA. USA. USA.